Greetings, Focus on Healthy Families tribe. Welcome to the inaugural broadcast of Focus on Healthy Families and Focus on Healing Kids and Adults. I am your host, Tammy Malloy, founder of Focus on Healthy Families. The heart of Focus on Healthy Families is to encourage and support busy families in the area of nutrition and wellness. The heart of Focus on Healing Kids and Adults is to encourage the use of nutrition and wellness as a tool in healing of mental and autoimmune disorders. For those of you who are new, welcome. I thought for this kickoff broadcast, I would share a little bit of why I am passionate about proper nutrition and wellness for our families. Those of you who are part of our Focus community on Facebook will probably be a bit familiar with our family's journey. I am a mom of four wonderful kids. However, life in our home hasn't always been wonderful. While I could share stories about all my children, today I want to specifically tell you about my oldest. When she was about two, she was blowing us away with her intelligence. She could identify colors, basic shapes, numbers, and letters, and even basic math, all before going into preschool. She had the ability to read prior to kindergarten, and I just decided not to push her into it, but it didn't take long for her to learn on her own anyway. Then our world fell apart. Starting in September of her kindergarten year, she came down with strep throat, as did her sisters. I took them to the doctor and treated with antibiotics. We would end up taking all three of them to the doctor twice a month through January for strep. We would get a new round of antibiotics, and the moment they were through, they would come down with it again. Suddenly, things changed for our oldest. Our little girl suddenly couldn't function in a positive manner at school. She was the only kindergartner I've ever known to bring home homework, just because she couldn't focus on it at school. At home, she became more and more obstinate, refusing to do anything she was asked to do. Plus, she was having multiple meltdowns a day. She started to become obsessed with certain topics, such as severe weather. I think she was the only first grader to do a speech on how tornadoes form. I thought it was just another indicator of how smart she truly was. Little did I know that the obsession was a form of OCD. If that's all the OCD we would experience, I would think nothing of it. In fact, at the time I did. However, that obsessiveness developed into intrusive thoughts. I remember her crying to me about how she couldn't take a bath because... I feel like someone is watching me. She also feared her loved ones dying. In fact, death became another never-ending obsession. I took her to the doctor, and she was diagnosed with ADHD and put on Stratera. I didn't think the medication worked. Plus, I preferred to try an all-natural route. The problem was, I didn't know what that would look like. She gradually worsened. Eventually, I started taking her to therapist but nothing improved. I was referred to a psychiatrist for her and was given more meds. These only made her more aggressive and hard to handle. School only became harder for her. In third grade, an an assignment that should have taken 15 minutes, tops, stretched into an hour, eventually leaving it unfinished with her in tears. In fifth grade, 
Many nights we would be up with her until midnight, again with her in tears and myself about in tears. As a parent, I felt like a failure. I was told by grandparents that I didn't discipline her enough, I didn't spank her enough, and I'm not ashamed to admit I did try spanking. However, it only made things worse, and not once did she learn anything from it. Eventually, my mom had to babysit on a regular basis, and she learned, too, that spanking wasn't the answer. No form of discipline, though, seemed to be the answer. She would run away when she was upset, and we would have to try to find her. Several times, she tried jumping from the car going down the highway because she was upset over something. I had to hold her by her clothes and hold down the auto lock on my side to try to keep her from opening the door. It was also at this time that my own health started to decline. I had no energy. My joints started to ache. I didn't know it at the time, but I had reactivated Epstein-Barr virus. It made it so difficult to go to work during the day, then return to this type of behavior at night. So many nights I cried. I cried in the bathroom. I cried myself to sleep. I even cried in front of her, begging for her to change. Of course, she had no control over her behavior, but I didn't know this at the time. I was lost. By the time my oldest was 11, she had multiple diagnoses. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder combined, Oppositional Defiant Disorder, Depression, and Anxiety. The one thing she was not diagnosed for was OCD. We had to admit her into the mental illness ward at our local hospital several times because of her behavior. She was very aggressive and abusive to us and her siblings. We feared for her life and theirs. Then two things happened. The first thing that happened was the mention of a little-known disease and previously unknown to me in an ADHD Facebook group, PANDAS, Pediatric Autoimmune Neurological Disorder Associated with Strep. I grew curious, so a Google search brought me to what I needed to know. A symptom list eerily familiar to the symptoms that we were experiencing, plus a new awareness to other symptoms that we hadn't recognized before specifically the OCD, since she had previously gone undiagnosed, and the tics, which shifted over time from nose-blowing to throat-clearing to huffing when she breathed. Plus, I could pinpoint the moment in time that all these symptoms started, the fall of her kindergarten year, during that months-long battle with strep throat. I knew I must have found a key, but it took me another year and a half before I got her into the specialist to get diagnosed. We hadn't hit rock bottom yet. I'll tell you about the second thing that happened after this short break. The second thing that happened to us was that I was introduced to encapsulated whole food fruit and vegetable powders. The lady who introduced me, which would eventually become one of my very best friends, told me of how her son's meltdowns dropped off dramatically once he started using them with him. Her ADHD daughter was able to focus in school without medications. Her own fatigue and asthma lifted. Let me tell you folks, she had my attention. Something in my gut told me that this would be the answer. I committed to putting my daughter on a health study for one year, where we would get the capsules free for her when I ordered them for myself. 
All I had to do was complete an occasional survey on how she was doing and any changes I was seeing. I started my oldest on the capsules and once I got her to take them consistently, suddenly went from multiple meltdowns a day to maybe just a few a week. My own energy level skyrocketed. I didn't need my antidepressants and my joints didn't hurt so much anymore. It seemed to be a miracle. This isn't to say there weren't struggles. There were many frustrating days where she would refuse to take them. Part of this was because the OCD was telling her she would choke on them. But it was very apparent in her mood and her behavior when she would take them on a regular basis. In fact, this past summer, after refusing to take the nutrition for several months, she ended up back in the, health, in the hospital, then partial care, then residential treatment for severe depression, dissociative disorder, and suicidal self-harming tendencies. This is when it finally became crucial that she received treatment from the specialist. I just want to put in a note here that if we could have gotten her to take the nutrition on a daily basis, I don't think that summer would have happened. But there was blessing in the cursing as well. So it's all for the best. At least I was finally able to get her into the specialist. We still use the whole food, fruit and vegetable powder nutrition as part of her well-rounded treatment plan, and it works. Not only does the refusal seem to wane when she is on them consistently, her overall desire to eat healthier increases. She is a notorious sweet tooth. Oftentimes when we would go eat at a buffet, she would overload her dessert plate with everything available. However, I have really seen that change over the last couple of weeks. Last weekend, she chose to skip her sister's birthday cake. And when we went to a buffet, she chose one small dessert over every other offering. She now prefers to get her sugar rush from fruits instead of candy and sweets. Her moods are improved. She's less impulsive and she's less apt to have meltdowns on just the medical treatment alone. Plus, there is scientific research to support all the change I have seen in my daughter. We'll talk about that in future weeks. Why do I share our story with you? Well, I know my family is not alone. So many of you have children who have been diagnosed with PANDAS or PANS, which is basically the same, but PANS has a different trigger than strep. ADHD, ODD, depression, or anxiety. And when I say that she has this rare autoimmune disease known as PANDAS, I don't mean to dismiss any other diagnosis of ADHD or mental illness. She still has a bit of ADHD, although the untreated PANDAS escalated her ADHD symptoms. And my youngest daughter has ADHD as well. I share them simply because if what worked for us may work for you as well. We are thrilled to have our daughter back. We are also aware that without careful monitoring of her treatment strategies, she still tends to have bad days until we can get her back into a routine. If you recognize yourself or your family in my story, let me just encourage you, Mama, that no, this is not your fault. It is not your children's fault. However, 
Could there be a hope for a better tomorrow? Yes. Our goal here at Focus on Healthy Families is to bring that nutritional support to your daily routine. We will present scientific data on how nutrition plays such a key role, not only to physical health, but mental and emotional health as well. We will talk about how to bring wellness into the home with ideas on nutrition, meal planning, and getting your family to get off the couch and moving. But above all, we hope to bring you stories of hope from other families who have found healing through nutrition. I hope you decide to join us next week as we delve a little deeper into helping your family thrive and grow. Could you do me a favor? Comment below on what you think your family struggles with the most and what would be the most helpful for you to hear. That will help us with planning out our future broadcasts. Thanks. If you want to learn more about the whole food nutrition that saved us, please visit our website at bit.ly slash Focus on Healthy Families, all one word. Or locate us on Facebook at Focus on Healthy Families. Next time on the Focus on Healthy Families broadcast, just what is pandas anyway? I hope you'll join us.